being as cool as I am, you know. Yeah. It is what I do. You take all the yeah. That's what happens. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, you know, it's tough being, you know, a Fulham fan nowadays, Fulham right? Fulham fan. Eh, it's okay. We won yesterday, exactly. so, you know, it's, it's all right. It's all right. Wasn't that though FA? Was that was that Premier League or was that? Yeah, FA? no, no, it was FA Cup. But to be honest, we like we have not lost in four consecutive Premier League games. Now well, you've we drawn every single one four. of them. Like, how, how is that? How is that? <laughs> you're still but but you're still the but bottom third. you compare it to the beginning of the season when we we're losing every game. It's a big improvement, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, they're, I know, you seem they're, too optimistic. No, 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 no. He's he's. You gotta slowly get there, okay? You gotta slowly yeah. improve. There are Look, only three points ahead of West games. Brom. And West Brom is trash. Yeah, but we have two games less than West Brom. Come on, that's not right. Yeah. Like, right, you're gonna grab two points out of two games, Pocho. Let's be real here. I don't know. I think we can beat Burnley. I'm gonna be honest. I think we can beat Burnley. So uh, Burnley's, we'll you know, Burnley is actually winning games. So you know, it's it can be, it can yeah, be yeah, tricky. yeah. But it can be tricky. It can. I mean, it's, it's the Premier League, but Fulham, we've played well in the past four games. For what it's worth. We have only conceded in penalties. So, you know, our defense is finally solid. So I think, you know, especially if we sign a striker in January, we'll be good. We'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, at least you're not Chelsea, right? Yeah. All at right. least you're not Chelsea. Go. Here we go. And then <laughs> 200 million to be ninth in the table, you know, struggling like yeah, crazy. You, you know, you know, before we get into it, I don't want to, before I cry at the beginning, <laughs> you know, let's just. <laughs> Welcome everybody back to the Sports Bar Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Crisp, and I'm joined here by the fantastic Stefano Barbano. Happy New Year, people. And I'm joined here also by the Fulham fanatic, Pocho Cueja. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so we're back. Happy New Year to both of you. Um, Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Andrew. It's been a while since we last talked. Last time we talked, we spoke about the NBA. And that's yeah, a lot of happened. Wow. Chelsea was in the top four. You know, Chelsea was, in was the struggling top four. to tie games. Uh, Aston Man United Villa, wasn't even Aston close to was, Liverpool. So. Aston, Aston Villa is terrible. Oh, we're all terrible. We're all terrible. They're struggling. They're struggling. Arsenal was not winning without, games without, without back then. Now they win again. Manchester I know. United is back. <laughs> so it's a lot of stuff that's happened. It's a lot of stuff. Hmm. Uh, let's go ahead. Well, other than Fulham and, and Chelsea. We, well, well, we you're can, not gonna get past the Chelsea stuff so quickly, though. No, no, no. I'm sure we're gonna go back to that at some point. Anytime <laughs> I'm in conversation, it always comes up because you guys never leave me alone. <laughs> so let let's see. I don't know. I don't want to know what your thoughts are so far. Like halfway through the season, uh, Bocho, what, what are you what are you thinking? What are you expecting? Um, all right. So my first thought is just it's how exciting it is that it's so close at the top. Right, looking at the table right now. The top seven teams are separated by only four points. Part of that, of course, is some teams have less games than others and all that. But that still means, you know, it could only get closer than this um, if all of the teams played all the games. So it's very exciting to see the league actually be that close at the, at the top. Where you're thinking, I don't actually know who's going to finish in the top four. Um, like, you can make smart guesses like Manchester City. But, you know, it, it's close. It's tight. And, that, and that's pretty exciting. So that's my first thought. And my second thought, is that I think I think the team is going to do the best unexpectedly. Um, it's actually going to be Everton. Um, I think they finally hit a groove um, again, and they've hit a groove without their star players. Right, Hamis has been injured, Allen has been injured, and they've actually been able to play well enough without them. Right, that I think once they come into the team and they actually have that skill again, I think Everton are going to climb up, and I think they're going to finish in the top four. 
Don't think they're going to challenge for the title, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but I think they will finish in the top four. It should be a great success for them. Uh, I mean, for, for me, I was I was super excited when, when Big Sam got the job at West Brom, to be honest. You know, he has, <laughs> he has quite the reputation to save those teams. But, man, our West Brom just so bad. And I, I, don't, I just don't see them staying up, even with Big Sam. Like, they just look clueless and terrible when they're out on the field. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, that's, that's a big shocker for me because I feel for Big Sam, right? He has that cool record where he can save basically anyone from relegation. But I, I think West Brom is going to be, you know, finally, you know, the, the, the good one where, you know, that streak is broken, which, you know, is kind of sad in, in its own way. One. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's my biggest thing. I agree with the Big Sam thing. I, I mean, they played so well against Liverpool, right? They, they got that draw. And yeah. then they just got blown apart in every other game is played since. And they just got and they just uh, lost to like Blackpool in the FA Cup. <laughs> in the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And to be honest, a lot of Premier League teams had a lot of trouble um in the FA Cup, right? Everton Leeds. got taken to extra time, Fulham got taken extra time. Leeds got taken Burnley out got three taken. to zero. Yeah, Leeds yeah, Leeds is Leeds concerning. That that's concerning because he played a very like his second team basically. So that just kind of shows it shows kind of two things. Either his coaching is very focused on improving his first, like first eleven, mm-hmm. or his second eleven is just that bad. And which it might be exactly that, right? I mean, it might be that he's focused so much on the first eleven that the second eleven is just not. He barely not changes it quality. week in week out. Barely changes it, and it shows, right? <laughs> and it shows when when he does change it. Yeah, no, I feel I feel for him, and and he was starting the Colombian slash English winger. Poveda, um, you know, and then you know they let, they lose three. Minutes, you know, <laughs> you know. Didn't do that well. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> do anything. Yeah, it's been uh, crazy. And, uh, I don't know. It, the season is entirely crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what to expect anymore. I mean, Liverpool is first. I guess we you kind of expected that, but they've been having a lot of trouble with injuries and with the COVID disease too. So I mean, it's they're expected to be on top but they have their rough edges. I think that kind of speaks to them, to their level of play and what they can achieve while still mm. having that many uh, top-level players out. So Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. Manchester United shouldn't be second. I'm sorry, but Ooh, they should I don't be. know. Manchester United. They've been doing really well. Good. They've Look, been doing do- 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 what you want. They're the, winning no, games. They're listen, playing well. They, sh- they are, but they shouldn't be second. Should they be top four, top five? Definitely, of course. Second at the moment, I don't think so. I think other teams have been know. playing I, a I, lot I don't, better. What team I, don't, better? I don't think there's – yeah, what team is actually doing better? Like, who is I would argue really well. better than Liverpool this season so far. Like, I mean, like they got eliminated from the Champions League. We know that, right? But if, if you only focus on the Premier League, United have been very consistently good. Right? They've, been, they've played really well. They've won 10 of the 16 games, which is the most tied with Leicester City. Right? And Leicester have an extra game than they do. Right? Like, they've been very good at winning games. And that's what you need to do. That's how you win titles. I'm not saying they will, because I still think Manchester City is going to come back and just you think destroy Man- you think Manchester City is going to come back? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Manchester City wins their There's two no games way, in hand. Pocho. There's look, no way you look, can look, actually Manchester say Manchester City wins their two games in hand. They go top. Right? Yeah, but there's and, no way. There's no way. People, people. Man City has been struggling mostly because they're, they're, the way they attack, teams have adjusted to, to what they do. Hence why... The last couple games, they've played De Bruyne as kind of a false nine to give mm. them some kind of sense of, 
you know, diversity in their attack because usually they just want to go down the wing and then a low cross and kind of get it in there. Right. And, and so, it, that's just a hard way to play. Right, but, but that's what I'm saying, right? They have the ways to change how they play, right? They have so much talent and skill. And when they're ahead, it's almost impossible to catch up to Manchester City, right? Because they'll just take the ball and not give it to you. They'll just play on the back. They don't care anything about that. So I think that they have to be the favorites right now. Um, that being said, like I said, it's so tight. Really, anyone could be considered a favorite. But I think City are stronger in that sense. They also haven't had that many injuries to key players. Like the Bruyne is still playing. Not a problem. Um, but I think will make a big difference. Um, so I think City are still the favorites in that know. sense. Uh, they, they have been worse than I expected. But to have all the other teams too, right? There's been a lot of draws this season that there weren't in the top uh, before. Still going so for Liverpool. Draws. My team is still Liverpool. I think Liverpool is gonna. They're they're just too strong. I think what can actually make Liverpool lose this competition is if they keep focusing on every single one of their competitions, right? So so you see Klopp constantly complaining about you know the games and you know they're so tight together. There's no yeah. rest and everything. But then you see him in the FA Cup against, you know, Aston Villains under 18 teams. Under 18, yeah. And, and, and he's playing like Salah and, and you know, and Mane and, and everyone up there. So you're like, dude, you, you know, you can't have it either way. Like, you can't be like, hey, you know, our games are so tight together. Oh, by the way, you know, here's Salah and Mane against a bunch of 16-year-olds, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, because you would have thought, like, maybe normally he would have played all the top players, but at least rest some of them. Like, sure, you yeah, want to have exactly. Salah in case the game goes wrong? Fine. But play somebody else. <laughs> you know, you don't have to have Salah and Mane and Minamino and all these first-team players that are getting all these minutes. Cause, yeah, because yeah, no, you're know. complaining. Again, I, think Liverpool, I think Liverpool are going to get it. I think their way of play is much is, is much better developed and, and less predictable than Man City's. So, like, I think that's, I think that's where they're going to struggle. I think Man City is going to struggle against the really well-coached teams. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. Leicesters, the Tottenham's, the Liverpool's, uh, and the Everton's, of course. But I think I think Liverpool, they just have way, way too much firepower in terms of how they can attack you, different ways they can get at you. So, yeah, my team is my team is still Liverpool. I'm still hoping Man United gets second place, to be honest. I think that would be <laughs> quite the accomplishment. Like, uh, to be honest, like, I, I just really hope um, they can keep their form, What you know, how they've been playing. Pogba is... You know, playing real good. Fernandez is mm-hmm. one of the best midfielders in the Prem. So the I, world, I just really, I mean, yeah, I just really <laughs> hope they incredible. can keep at it. Yeah, I just really hope they can just keep going. I mean, for me, I don't want City to win. I actually really don't like Guardiola. Like, I don't like him. I don't like the way that they just hit the ball. But I just see them as being too strong. And with Liverpool and all the injuries they're having, I don't know if they can keep up when City actually starts to string wins together. Because so far, what's kept City kind of at bay is that they've been drawing and losing games a lot. If they go on a run of five, six consecutive wins on the bounce, I don't see the other teams being able to keep up. Um, so that's, yeah, that's why I have a striker, like. though. They, like, right, like, you know, Aguero gets injured. Every, it seems like Aguero plays like two or three games and he, and he gets, <laughs> and then gets injured. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, Gabriel Jesus hasn't even been in the picture this year. So I think. So, but City don't need They strikers. struggle I mean, a lot there with, with like, they're, 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 like, I'll agree with you. Like, they're, they're first 11 is very, very good right now. But mm. you take one or two of them out, and there, there isn't, a, a, you know, that person on the bench that you can say, okay, hold the fort down for, like, you know, two to three weeks or something. Like, there, there isn't that play right there. 
Right, I mean, and I get it. I'm just saying their players are playing and they're playing well. They have enough options on the wings, you know, and enough quality players. Maybe not that they have limited stars, but enough very high quality players that would be a star in almost every other team. Uh, that I, I just think when it comes down to it, unless Liverpool starts to really win games and be very good when they play, uh, or if United can keep their form up, which I fear won't happen, or Leicester does another surprise and really shocks all of us, City just <laughs> have too much quality about them, right? Especially because once they get ahead, it's still hard to catch them, right? They, they have quality, but like Steph says, they're, they're too predictable. Like, you, you kind of know what they're going to do. and But can really you stop them? Yeah. Right now, we all know how Guardiola plays, right? Yeah. We all do. Well, that, yeah, he hasn't that's exactly why bit. they put De Bruyne in the false nine. That's exactly what because because they were just drawing games because teams would essentially lock, you know, lock down the fort. And, you know, it's basically impossible to do that low cross if you have like eight people in the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, it's, it's going to be tough. But I, I think, you know, De Bruyne can't play there all season. You know, he's going to get banged up. He's not a striker that can take, you know, 30 to 40 games playing up top. You no, know, and he's only scored center backs. I think this so. season he's only scored like one goal in open play. So I mean that that kind of kind of speaks for that too, you know. Right, he, he's not a goal scorer, right? He, yeah. He's not meant to play up. He's more of a creator, yeah, but he's st- he's still going to get hit a lot more than if he were to be playing at his natural, you know, number 8 spot. Hey, that's definitely true. And I I would not be surprised if City buy a striker in January and um, for that exact reason. Especially because Aguero is so they injured, buy, they need to buy a guy who can head the ball. Like I swear to God, like they, like they, if they had the ability to kind of cross, you know, in the, in air. the air, I think that would add so much more dynamism to their game. You know, I think oh, Peter Crouch, one player, there, actually, I was, I was rooting for them to, to, you know, to sign the West Ham striker and Holler. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought, I think he's exceptional. I think he's a great striker. But then you know, Ajax went in there and bought him. So now you know he's actually – if Ajax buys you, you know you're good. I mean, I don't know. Normally, if Ajax buys you, it means they think you can be good in the future. Right? I mean, Ajax is more of a – Perfect. Have That's players exactly. that are, I mean, are going to develop. He's young, but, but he's, he's – I think he's the prototypical striker that Man City would need, will eventually need, right? Because, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of limitations – uh, that come from, you know, Kun Aguero and Gabriel Jesus, right? There's a, there's a lot of things that they do really, really well. But, you know, having that guy that can head the ball for crosses, uh, I, think, I think that's something they desperately need right now. Add that extra dimension to their attack. Yeah, yeah, completely. I think, I think Again, you're, you're kind of reaching on this one, Pocho. I mean, we'll see, but I'm telling you, City are not going to finish outside the top three anything that happens, right? They're going to be up there for sure. And they're going to be in the title race on, in May, right? Whether they're in, they're in the last game of the season, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure about that. They're too good. Right, who's, your, who, who's, your, who's your top four and who's the fifth Europa League team? Ooh, that is hard. Um, especially because the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, no order. Just in, in no, order. So many yeah, no order. No order. Uh, yeah, no order. Just the teams. Okay. So, for sure, City, Liverpool. I'm going to say Tottenham for sure. And then I'm between Leicester and Everton for the last uh, – for that fourth spot. And I'm going to go for Everton because that's what I said beforehand. <laughs> I want to be consistent there. But I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester make it there instead. And then for mm-hmm. the fifth place team would be the other one, right? So, uh, yeah. so in this case, I would put Leicester there. I think Chelsea and Arsenal are going to finish eighth and ninth with Southampton. I have them. Um, 
and it'll just be another season of disappointment and both coaches will get fired. Interesting. Yeah. What is your pick, Andrew? What were your, your top four? <laughs> or five, I guess. My top five? Liverpool are definitely up there. Manchester United are up there. Tottenham and Man City are, are, are those. I think fifth spot... I think... Okay, this might be biased on me, but I think fifth, fifth spot is going to be fought between Everton and... and um, Actually, three teams: Leicester, Everton, and, and Chelsea. I can't believe you said Chelsea. Uh, I think so. Chelsea are yeah. basically in a relegation battle. I mean, come on, no, 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 come on. Listen, we've definitely dipped. We've definitely dipped. Um, when is it that we dipped? I think it's been like our last six, seven games that we haven't yeah, performed. Been, I mean, if I asked you what's Chelsea's best eleven, I don't think you can tell me one with a straight answer and not have and not second guess yourself. I think I can. True. I think I can. Okay, go. Let's, what is Chelsea's no best way. 11? Let's see. Okay, yeah, Mendy in goal, of course. Aspilicueta. No, <laughs> no. Aspilicueta? Are you joking? He's like 37. He's like 37, but listen, he's great. He's great, okay? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Aspilicueta, um, Zuma, Thiago Silva, Ben Chilwell. Actually, no. Take Aspilicueta and James. <laughs> Okay. There's second guessing. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, there we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Listen, listen, like, I forgot be... about. Shut up! Shut up! Yeah. Shut up! Shut up! Uh, James, Zuma, Thiago Silva, Chilwell, midfield: Kante, Kai Havertz, and uh, Ziyech, and then forward: Giroud, Pulisic, and. I'm gonna go Hudson Odoi because Werner hasn't been doing much. My God, there's there's Hudson Odoi. There's no way you can. There's no way you can say that's your best eleven and not be like, you know, maybe I can put like Werner in there, or maybe I could put Tammy. There's no way. Werner Werner is just not performing as well as. Or like Mason Mount. There's no way you can say like, "Hmm, you know, maybe Mason Mount deserves. Listen, that's the great thing about the Chelsea team is that they have an overwhelming. No, that's the downside. Like even Frank doesn't know who to play and how to play oh. him and where to play it, him. It lets you play around with the players. Yeah, we're halfway Yeah, and that's why you're ninth. Yeah, I mean, but this is the point. I mean, it's okay if the players are playing well, but the reason why you can't choose is because you're thinking, oh, but Werner hasn't been playing well. Oh, but Abraham doesn't really score that many. Giroud, you know, he's still Giroud. <laughs> I mean, good Giroud form, but how long great. can this last? I love Giroud. He's been playing well, don't be wrong, but how long, how long can it last? I mean, let's not forget this is a guy who won the World Cup as a striker without scoring a single goal. He goes through moments of good form and moments where he can't put anything in the net. So once that ends, what does Chelsea do? Right? You're out of yeah. a goal score. You don't have a way to score I agree anymore. With he's, he's spot on there. Yep. No, no. I just, <laughs> when, your best striker, when your best striker is a 34-year-old rotational player, you got issues. No, every team has striker, issues. Yeah, yeah. But Chelsea, I mean, but think about it. Like, yeah, but look at all the teams right? above Liverpool you. Are they top. all have that one guy. They Spurs all have that one guy who, like, yeah. But they, but you know, they all have issues. I agree. But they all have that one guy who you know can score goals for you. So you got Liverpool. You got you got two. You got Salah and Mane. Man United. You know you got Rashford. You know you got Fernandez. You got Fernandez. 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 You got Vardy. <laughs> right. Even Southampton. You know they have Danny Ings. Right. Everton. You know they have, have Calvert Lewin. Right. Aston Villa. Yeah. You know they have you know Grealish and Ollie Watkins. Like, these are guys that you know, you know, there's no second guessing who's going to start up front for these teams. Yeah, okay. You, you get to Completely. Chelsea and you're like, 
and you're like, who am I going to put this game? Like, who who am I playing up top? What's the trident? You know? Yeah, completely who, who agree with you guys. Like no, other no one. other teams completely have their like team set. I think at this point in time, I don't know. I don't really have an argument. I I see what you guys are saying. Every other team in front of Chelsea has their their starting eleven set, and that's why they're performing. Sure, of course. The thing with Chelsea, though, I mean, you can play around with it, and you can listen. We started sucking when Ziyech went out. I'll give you that. Okay. <laughs> Ziyech that's one way of putting it. Yeah. Ziyech got injured, and we started sucking. Okay, that's when it happened. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say you're yeah. sucking because you don't have him, though. No, no. Yeah, there's the tons of other not issues. Been playing well. The good thing, though, for Chelsea, right, this is, this is the key thing, right, is that the league is so close, like I said beforehand, yeah. that they're actually exactly. only three points away from fourth. Right? Yeah. So it's not unreasonable that they could just change their everything. But let's be honest, it's not going to happen this week. They're going <laughs> to lose to Fulham. Um, so then oh. they have another loss oh, to, Pacho. to everything. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, Pacho. And we'll go from there. Pacho, yeah. you, you willing to bet on it? You willing to bet on it? Of course. Fulham are definitely going to win this weekend. Yeah? I don't know how, but we're going to win this weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is interesting. Okay, wait. So, Pacho says Fulham's going to win. I said Chelsea's going to win this game. Steph, you're the tiebreaker. No, I don't think it's going to suck. Yeah, gonna go both, it's going to be like the most boring game of football ever. No. Zero, zero. <laughs> Honestly, Fulham have been having the same Fulham? scoring problems as Chelsea, but you know, yeah, we didn't Fulham's spend 200 million. Like, so, yeah, they're like, they're like so zero, zero. Okay. We're happy with that. Yeah, they they want to go zero zero of and course. Chelsea can't anyone, score. So anyone like, who's in relegation, recipe. anyone who's in relegation zone and gets a point is ecstatic. Yeah, well, but, I mean, I would like know, three. I'm gonna be honest. I get ecstatic with three, but it's one not is like okay. Chelsea are scoring a lot of goals, Andrew. Though you know, <laughs> you know who's gonna score? They just scored four goals in, in the FA Cup against oh who? Oh my God, get over yourself. Against that's who? Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Kepa was I mean, in goal. That'll tell you who they were playing. Kepa was in goal. Okay, so you know, you know the opposition wasn't good because Kepa was in goal. Hundredth, hundredth match. They played more what league even are more coming? Is it League Two, League One? Yeah, you know they're probably like you know they're 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 way under probably. They sound like they're like in this fourth division, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're League Two, right? Let me just yeah, uh, I mean, confirm. It's just, it's just bad, but I can't believe you guys are not talking about my underdog. Okay, right? yeah. What? Okay, what? Steph, Aston Villa. Steph, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish. I wish, Porter, but no. Okay, Steph. You know, wait, your got, top I, five. Your top five. So, so, so my four teams in no particular order for the top four are going to be Liverpool, Man United. I think Everton get up there, and I think Tottenham stay there, right? No City. Think my, you think City no going to be finished out of and the And I actually think, I think my fifth team is going to be Southampton. Ahead of City. Mm. I mean, I yeah, hope you're right. 100%. I really don't like Guardiola, right? I really hope you're right. 100%. Mm. I did not like Guardiola. I think Man, Man City are two injuries away from really, really struggling. So, And they're playing a lot of games because they're yeah. in every single competition. Yeah. So like, <laughs> And they're two games behind. And Southampton so play really, really attractive soccer. Like, I watch Southampton's games, and they look really, really good. They can break the lines easily. Every player knows what they're supposed to be doing. They know their strengths. They know how to score. They have a good striker in Danny Ings. You know, they have Theo Walcott on the wings, who's playing really, really good this season. He's I think Southampton, really well. you know, give, give, give it give it a couple of weeks, and you're, you'll see them and Everton creep up while Man City is slowly going down the table. Again, I hope you're right. I just don't see it. I mean, the quality that City have is just a little no, bit but, too but, much. Yeah, but Steph has a point. They are they are very in a thin line with injuries. Like two or one more player gets injured, and depending on that player, it'll all break down. I mean, the drop off in play has just been like you you see Pep's players like when you when you switch out like 
I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but if you switch out like John Stones with like Laporte, there's a drop off in the quality of play. Somehow John Stones is, you know, surpassed Laporte. Yeah. You know, you, God you knows know, how. You know, in like, FIFA, when yeah, the team how, made it right? goes from like Laporte yeah. was the key dude. <laughs> I know, but now he sucks. Now he's he's unplayable. Like Pep won't play him. He's playing John Stones a season ago. Everyone thought like, oh, that guy's done. Like he he's you know he's just gonna run out his contract and sign with a mid table <laughs> team. But look at him yeah, now. Be... You know he's undroppable. The 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 guy the guy is is that cornerstone in the defense. Right. I mean, but I would argue more of anything, it's that that he dropped Laporte. I mean, John Stones did go over Laporte, but if it wasn't because uh they signed Ruben Diaz, Laporte would still be playing, right? I mean, like I doubt he'd be playing Eric Garcia, whose contract expires in four well, months. Yeah, well, but, you know, you know, the idea, Pep, I think Pep was thinking Diaz and Laporte as his center back pair, and having Nathan Ake as the backup, right? He was oh, yeah, having, poor, poor he even Ake. thinking of he John never Stones. plays. <laughs> yeah, he 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 wasn't even thinking of John Stones, right? Mm-hmm. But then you know suddenly you know Laporte every time he comes back. I, you know, he looks out of shape every time he comes back into play, no matter what injury and what happens, he just looks super duper out of shape. Like there's no way they can press as efficiently, you know, gain the ball back, pass the ball, have that high tempo, you know, with Laporte, you know, just, you know, dying in the middle of the soccer field. I think that's fair. But again, I think City, I mean, Stones has been first choice because he's playing well, right? Like, I just think, Player by player, they probably have the best team right now, especially because Liverpool's, you know, so many of their good players are either out or just now returning, like Thiago. So, you know, total quality available. I mean, City let's, let's talk about Thiago more. for a second. I mean, he is super-duper different to any midfielder in the Prem. And his vision and passing is just... At this point, it's like, it's just amazing to see him on the field because he'll find passes that... You know, no, no, no other midfielder sees. in the Premier yeah. League is actually no one for. else sees that. Pass. No one. It's amazing to see him play. He just has yeah. to be able to play, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, the he problem to, so yeah, far. It, yeah, he's he basically a January signer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he has to be able yeah, to yeah, play. I, I mean, because if he's on the field, he definitely gives Liverpool a big advantage. The, the one thing for me is that Liverpool have never really struggled to score goals, right? So what I'm thinking. Well, no, 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 no. They have. I mean, uh, last season, or I don't remember if it was the beginning of this season or last season, but they they always scored in the last minute. They won games for sure, but they always scored like that was more last, last season. Two, like three, this season, months. they're the top yeah, scorers in the league. Touch. Right? You know, that's a champions touch right there. If you, if oh you're yeah, a champion, of course, you find a way to win games. Of course, of course. But I mean, they they have struggled to score. Yeah, I mean, we're wrong, but not this season. I mean, this, this season, they are yeah. the top scorers in the whole division. Yeah, they're, off, they're, they're, they're doing way too well for the amount of injuries. Right? The problem for them is the defense, right? And, and a little bit of the defensive midfield, if that makes any sense, right, of how the midfield helps their defense because they're having to play youngsters in centre-back because all the centre-backs got injured at the same time. Yeah. Um, right? They're having to play all these different players, and then their midfield is weaker because they can't play Fabinho there because they have to play him all the way back. And so all these different things that affect how good they are, and it's more of a defensive thing. So as good as Thiago is, and I'm gonna say he is probably one of the best midfielders in the Prem, maybe only assuming he returns to his full, you know, level after the injury. I don't yeah. know how I much mean, he adds back, to Liverpool. Going back though to Man City though, like we'll, we like let's see, like if Roger gets injured, the drop off to Fernandinho is gonna be huge. And let's not even talk about like if De Bruyne gets injured. Like yeah. that's, I mean, I mean, Phil injured. Foden is all great and whatever, but you know, he's no, he's no De Bruyne, you know. True, he, he's, true. He's, I, mean, he's I, I agree. That. But I feel like Phil Foden is the kind of player who 
would excel. I, I'm not saying he would play as well as De Bruyne, but he would excel with the pressure of I have to do well. Because so far, his whole career so. has just been a. I just no, been not, who are you, okay. I'll if, play when they tell him to play plays, because when he's still playing the wing, with, like he's not, he's not built to be in the middle of the field, you know, playing Foden, with his yeah, back to the center is. back as, as De Bruyne well, is playing. Foden's on, winger, not as a false nine, obviously. Um, exactly, but so I could, like, you know, right. who, but who they, they do have straight men wrong. Gareth Jesus is not a bad player. You can play him up front. You can even play Sterling up front. And assuming he's not playing how he did the Champions League right, game, but once you start doing that, is when teams know exactly how you want to play. And that's been City's biggest issue about why they're not, you know, you know, why they're tying so many games, right? And why they suddenly now are starting to win games is because they finally switched it up. If you play Sterling up top, people know what you're going to try to do, right? You're going to try to play down the wing, do a low cross, and bam, score a goal, right? So if essentially all you have to do is defend that low cross. All right, but your last argument, and then we'll, we'll move on. Okay, so... Clearly, every yeah, Stato City, I have my own. Um, my biggest argument now, however, is going to be about the team that I think is going to drop off in the second half of the season. My team has done okay so far, and I actually think that they might be relegated. Um, and for me, that's Crystal Palace, right? At the beginning of the season, Ooh, they looked solid Hudson, enough. They, huh? Defensively, love Ro Hudson. He's a full of legend. Um, but <laughs> his team seems to be playing. Many. So, you know, you got to have one. There are yeah. some- <laughs> <laughs> he took us to an Europa League final. He's pretty good. I mean, you forget about Rodallega, you know, is he is he? Oh, is also on the list. I'm wrong. I'm good. I'm good. Uh but Hodgson, like he took us to our best ever Premier League finishes, Europa League final. But right now his team is not doing well. The, the defensive solidity they showed at the beginning is gone. Sahas form has kind of disappeared a little bit. And I just think if they don't make signings they're going to fall down into the relegation battle. Because right now, they're not really anyway. They're 11 points away. But I can see them losing four or five games on the bounce, and that might be a, that might add them into the, into the kind of contention. Yeah, all right. That's a, that's a perfect transition, actually, because that's kind of what I wanted to get into. Oh. January, <laughs> January glad. signings. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a few minutes left here. And so um, I just wanted to see what teams should – what players should teams sign? What are the most – expected prospects uh what, what are we expecting to to happen steph go ahead uh, i mean with 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 everything in the world going on and you know finances for certain teams being hit very hard i honestly think it's going to be a very sleepy winter january window to be honest i don't think mm-hmm. a lot of big purchases mm-hmm. are going to happen um i know liverpool keeps saying they don't want to buy a center back but i honestly don't believe them I think I think there's no way. I think there's no way they still try to compete in every single competition and not buy a center back. Um, so I think they're definitely going to address that need. Um, I think other teams. I think West Ham definitely made a huge mistake, as I said, selling their striker Holler. I think mm-hmm. they, either they replace him or they're going to drop off real hard as well. And you know, I think I think the biggest one. I think I think Leeds. They need. I think they need to buy someone. I think they they need to address the issue of, you know. They can't go on playing the way they play a whole season with the basically the same eleven every game, right? And not Looking expect exhausted. a huge yeah. drop off. Yeah, yeah. so I, I think they need a like you know maybe one or two quality players uh, to come in to add a little rotation into the squad. So those would be my picks. That's probably why they're struggling so much lately. It's because their <laughs> their players are so exhausted. They're probably exhausted. Like the way they play is just like go 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 90 minutes a game and it's always the same players and yeah you know good old chelsea legend patrick banford scoring goals so <laughs> you know what can you do yep exactly exactly 
Butcher, what, what, what other transfers are you looking at? Okay, so Sheffield United need to buy 22 new players. Oh, my God. <laughs> right now. They, need to, they need to buy 11 players. Like, who are they? Oh, 22. I'm 22. Sorry. They, oh my God. they need two new oh teams. My God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but none of the players that I have right now are working. Um, so they're struggling a little bit. Uh, but more oh into the teams God. that actually have a chance of staying up. As I said, Fulham definitely need a, need a striker. I think that's probably all, the only thing we need. Ideally, a fast striker because our current striker is not fast. So he sometimes doesn't play because of that. Uh, but for me, the team that I think needs to, needs to make signings because they've been struggling is Arsenal. Arsenal, they can't be a mid-table side how they've been the past two seasons, um, especially now when they expect to be fighting for Champions League spots. They need to make some signings. Um, I would expect, especially in defense, you know, somebody who, you know, benches David Luiz finally. Uh, they're going to bench Holdini? Are you crazy? Maybe. I mean, I'm just saying they need better players or players who raise the quality because the players they can be okay. Willian. I'm sorry, but they have, they, have you seen Willian is the most yeah, frustrating okay. winger they in the They need to prep. bench Willian. They need to sell him. He, he just, he just goes he's right next bench. to the sideline and like, you know, takes one dribble inside and like freaking crosses it. And I'm like, yeah. dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's but they, all the time. Okay. They also need to actually play Masut Osil, right? I mean, they, they didn't even register him last Ooh, time. That's never going to happen. And what they're missing, no, what they're really missing right now, and maybe not Osil, but they need to have somebody on the number 10 role who can create chances, right? Their problem over their winless run they had earlier in the season was that they could not create any chances. Right? And that makes Smith it very hard to actually score goals. You know, right. I, I definitely think great. he's a good option for that for that spot because they need that, right? So if they send somebody yeah, there, he's going to hold that form for a whole season. Like, I agree with you. They need to bring someone else. Mm-hmm. They need to bring in a player, uh, you know, who they thought Danny Sebagis was going to be, you know, that creative outlet. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's crazy that, it. you know, that they, they've had him for a year and a half and they still think he's going to be there when he's yeah, been exactly. there like two games. They need to buy. So I think, you know, there's a lot of good players out there, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, players, Rodrigo de Paul from Argentina playing in Udinese. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's being talked about a lot in, in the Prem. You know, you just need to have that that key key player to to you know unlock defenses. So you know, who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, I mean, but I agree. Um, I think it'll be a very quiet window because of the lack of money, and also because because of COVID. If a player tests positive, or one of his teammates tests positive, he can't go get the medical done for his new club, right? Like, let's say Ooh. it's January twenty fifth, and you know, there's six days left in the window. But then the player you wanted to sign, who maybe, you know, like Aguero, for example, has some injury past test positive for COVID. Now you can't sign them because you can never do the medical for him. Right? It's going to prevent so many deals from happening. So I definitely think it's going to slow down. And I would expect the teams towards the bottom to be more active, but especially in signing players from the championship. I players to think, okay, maybe that guy is good. Kind of how what Aston Villa did with Oli Watkins and hoping that they get lucky with their signings. Listen, Ozil needs to come to MLS. That's my take. I hope so too. He's done you so yeah, well. I can argue with that. I can I hope, agree with that. I hope he comes to MLS because it'll be so much fun to watch him play here. Um, he's so good. I just can't believe he. I mean, he, he was know, so good. I mean, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Wait, but, I, mean, he hasn't honest, like, I don't think. Yeah, it's been a while, but I don't think he's like, he he's, like really dropped good. that much. Like he's. I mean, look at Bale. Look at just look at Gareth Bale. We all remember that. Bale we, oh, no, I think off. it's a very similar – like, he, you know, Bale was – you know, he was outstanding, right, for those couple yes. of years in Real Madrid and, and in, in the Spurs. And then we all pictured him doing the exact same thing when he came back to the Spurs, didn't we? We all pictured the same exact – he hasn't been remotely close to being the same player. No, no, I think it's going right? to no. be the same. 
Yeah, but, he's, yeah, but he, exactly. He needs to play Same more. thing with Ozil. Same thing with Ozil. Well, thing is, like, you know, look, he hasn't played in years. Okay, but look, with Ozil, though, think about it. The last time he played, which was before the pandemic, right? the last game he played, the last game Arsenal played, he made an assist for the winning goal. And then Arteta just said, I don't want to play you anymore. He just made the decision. No, but no you think he's not making the well, decision. It's it's the higher ups. Like there's you know it's there's no way. I think there's no way but, people bench Ozil just because of a lack of whatever. I think I not think even mention, not even up. register him, right? So yeah, they can't even regret up. their choice. Yeah, yeah, I think that's coming from higher up. To be honest. All right, hot, hot takes, quick guys, hot takes. I think Sheffield um, get to double digit points. <laughs> that is a hey, we're 17 games in, and they and they have two points. So that I'd, I'd say that's a pretty hot take. Okay, that's uh, a very hot take. Listen, that's halfway. Um, if they continue this way, they're gonna get four points. Exactly. So 10 points would be like you know quite the accomplishment. Okay, so yeah. you know. Yeah. All right, Pocho. My hot take is that Wolves, who have not had a good season so far, are gonna finish in the top half of the table, probably around eighth. Mm. I'd agree because they just recalled. Ex AC Milan youth striker Patrick Cutrone. So you know, their <laughs> no, that's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Like, I just think it'll take them a few weeks to adjust to a non-Jimenez team. But once no they need. do, he, he's he's like he's the best one. <laughs> you know, he's the best one ever. You know, coming from an unbiased AC Milan fan, you know, I can guarantee success for for Wolves. Also, yeah. Fulham are winning the FA Cup. That's my real hot take. That's yeah, your real hot take. God. Okay, uh, that's even worse than my Sheffield prediction. Get out of here! All right, my hot take. I'm gonna okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Steph on this one and say that Southampton is gonna end up going to the Europa League, ending fifth. <laughs> yes, I mean. It's not unreasonable. I don't think it'll happen, but it's not unreasonable. Well, listen, you have too much confidence on on Manchester City, Pocho. (laughs) Over Southampton? I think you have too much confidence on Southampton. You're overconfident with them, and I I think that's going to go against you. Don't be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't want City to do well, but they are just too good. All right, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, that's that's all we have for you guys tonight. Thanks everyone for for joining in to listen. Um, thanks to Diego Contento for make, creating the music. Thanks for Ishan Reese who helped us create the cover art. Fantastic pe- people, fantastic artists. Go ahead and let us know about your hot takes. Uh, any questions you might you guys might have, go ahead and email us at the sports bar at the what is it Pocho? I forget again the sports bar pod the sports bar pod there at gmail.com there you go what he said <laughs> <laughs> right. you guys have a good one guys later later bye bye